Hey guys, Jackson here with just a quick note. You will notice that Keija is absent from this episode. That is because she has been taking some time with her family for Chinese New Year's, so she just couldn't make it to the recording session that particular day. But it's fine because we replaced her, maybe permanently, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how the cards shake out, with uh, Ben and Max from the First Play podcast. Uh, and in addition to that, you will notice that the audio in this episode uh, is is not up to our usual standards, and we're sorry about that. Uh, we tried something a little bit different and didn't fully work out. Um, but it's still perfectly listenable, and we are really proud of this podcast episode, so I hope that that is acceptable to you, because I think it's acceptable to us. So anyway, without any further ado, uh, here is... No Nerds Allowed, episode 99, Like Mike, rock and roll. That movie Ben is back. Oh, um, is that with Timmy Chalamet? Maybe, or no, maybe it's with, Lucas um, Hedges. Hedges. There were like Lucas Hedges and uh, what's the Tilda Swinton, right? Maybe there were like four movies that yes. were like Lucas Hedges and Timothy Chalamet, and they're either gay or addicted to drugs, and like or have both. Are they check, gay and check. addicted to drugs? Yeah, like tense relationships with their parents, and they all came with out like, yeah. within a right. few months of each other, and I get them all confused. Damn. Beautiful might boy. Have, might have grounds for a lawsuit there. <laughs> ben is back. <laughs> I would love... Ben is back. I would love to make a video <laughs> essay about, like a video essay channel about movies that really happen to just come out at the same time that people swear are right. like related. Yeah, like yeah, remember yeah. those two like like White House has fallen movies that came out yeah. at the same time? Yeah, White House Down and Olympus has fallen. Yeah, that's the one. Then they made like like uh like Friends with Benefits and No Strings Attached. Yep. With JT and exactly. Ashton Kutcher. They made Armageddon Kutcher. and their deep Armageddon impact and Deep Impact, yeah. The, or like in the of two years. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, examples. Like, see? Look at that. We got hit. And then and they made Batman Forever and then Batman and Robin, like in the span of two yeah, years. Yeah, like a Is year apart from each yeah. other, totally unrelated. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was... I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know which Batman movie is which. The live action ones because oh, they all have the same energy. <laughs> yeah, true. That's not true. true. The titles. That's well, not... they don't have the same energy. The titles have the same energy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, uh, yeah. You got yeah, to tell Batman Begins like... and Batman Returns apart is no mean feat. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like I know the Dark Knight and like the Batman <laughs> versus Superman. Like those make sense to me they're very different movies adeline you can you see our Batman stream and robin and i got it what you can see our stream now right we are going yes we are streaming okay okay cool just checking we're good it's fine um wait it interrupt <laughs> me talking I mean, about I've batman and robin the best film ever made <laughs> oh god we watched that uh with meg um and it was painful it was bad just, it was bad it's so good though. no okay it's so so good. Good. Oh. It, it just, it just is like batman movies 
Joel Schumacher is a—he's dead inside if he made those. And he's dead <laughs> in real life too. Yes, well, he is to me. Living more vibrantly than any of us can ever imagine. He's on another fucking plane of existence. Just like... <laughs> yeah. What? What do? Um. What do Schumacher and Wilt Chamberlain have in common? What's that? They both claim to have had 20,000 sexual partners. That's yeah, right. Fucking Joel Schumacher <laughs> is the craziest guy. Oh my God. What does he even look like? Is he like a handsome guy? Well, he's uh, he died a little while ago, but he was very old for most of his career. Yeah, he was pretty old. He was well, just like an old people? gay man yeah, who was just like, I'm fucking. He yeah, he was Did just like an old gay man who was just like, I'm fucking constantly and they just keep letting me make batman movies <laughs> you're like is this yeah, just like cool. a numbers game like if you're old enough you'll have twenty thousand partners <laughs> so, oh. someone's got to do it may as well be schumacher oh my god yeah. he died last june yeah no it was pretty recently it was a bummer because he rules wow. and he made two really good batman movies he made two of the best batman <laughs> movies the best batman movies. that is feel, wild i read this lost boy true but I read this um, this book all about, like, the history of Batman, and my biggest takeaway from it was that, like, Batman Forever came out with Jim Carrey, and uh, who's the other one in that? Oh, fucking Tommy Lee Jones, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody, the role of Jim Carrey. Yeah, everybody yeah. hates it. Everybody's like, fuck that, we don't like it at all. But the thing is, is that yeah. Joel Schumacher made it very quickly and he spent like three quarters of the budget he gave him he didn't even use the whole budget so warner brothers what? was just like i don't know fuck it you can do another one i guess like no skin off our back you're really good so at making these left. apparently yeah <laughs> he just he just made the most efficient batman movie yeah absolutely so they were good. just like, well, I guess if we run the numbers, we can give you the same Love budget, that. and it's basically Back. like half of the budget of a regular Batman half movie. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, I mean that. No, they made the money back because those movies were designed, from like set design, costumes, just to sell toys. Right, oh, for sure. And you know yeah. they made money on merchandise for that. Right. Well, who, who doesn't own like a tiny Batman? I own several. <laughs> Mini tiny bat, tiny Batman. I, uh, you know, tiny one, Batman. one for uh, the other day. The uh, I've that? got a little collection of tiny <laughs> Spider Men that I buy whenever I'm at the Dollar Tree. Like you can always expect like little tiny action figures, no movable joints or anything, just little plastic men that look like superheroes. I just I just always grab a little Spider Man every time I'm in there and I see one I don't have, so I got them all lined How up. How many in front of, of those TV. little Spider Man toys do you think is swallowed by a whale per year? Because I think it has to be like <laughs> in the thousands, right? It's pretty grim thought. Yeah. <laughs> Saying. Oh no, the poor whale. You know the Spider-Man toy. But also, like, maybe it'll give him superpowers. That's like the whale superhero origin story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I ate Spider-Man. Enough Spider-Man figurines that just through osmosis it became Spider-Whale. One day he swallows <laughs> Spider thousandth Spider-Man. <laughs> How many sp- okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So spider compared to man, very tiny. So yes. what? How many spiders right. would have to bite a whale in order for it to get spider powers? Huh. I think it's if Spider Man bites the whale. Right. <laughs> okay. Is here's that the same ratio though? Is is spider to man the same as man to whale? So okay, Spider Man has the proportional speed and strength of a spider. Correct. Not the scalar yeah. speed because that would actually be pretty slow. Spiders can't go that fast because they're very little. If a whale. Had the proportional power of a spider, 
it would that would be like the end for us, right? Like, yeah, I think we'd be fucking right. screwed. <laughs> right, that'd be Thanos whale. You couldn't stop it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, doesn't have fingers, so he can't snap. So we're good. Scott <laughs> <laughs> Flipper, he does have ankle bones, though. And follow important. up question: If a person oh, yeah. had the proportional <laughs> speed and strength of a whale, they would be slower and less powerful, right? Does that track? I don't know. Have you ever been punched by a whale, Jackson? I think they're pretty strong. <laughs> but if... Hmm. They don't but have if, hands. It's not a punch. It's only a slap. <laughs> it's a slap, yeah. But if you Open shrink thin. it down, if you shrink Whoa. it down, what's it like? You know? Oh. Better or worse than a dude? See, I've just... See, I did that whole goof about the ratio of uh, spider to human and then human to whale. But there's always that, like, fun fact that they give you. It's like, did you know that, like, a human being could fit inside the heart of a blue whale? And I was thinking about spiders and a human heart. And I did that to myself. <laughs> I just went on that train track and followed it all the How way to that. So I'm over can here. human heart? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh, man. At least two, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, def- I mean, it depends on what kind of spider. Yeah, are we talking yeah, about, like, daddy long legs? <laughs> right. It, well, that's what, like big spider, like a tarantula. That's like two, like, perhaps. Just fold the legs in. Yeah. yeah. Like more room. <laughs> but is it like in, okay, when they're talking about the whale hearts, are they talking about like literally like passing through it, through the veins, or just like in the space that a whale heart occupies? I'm not sure. I Got think it. they mean in like in the space. In the space. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. you could, you could pr- fit probably like a hundred little spiders in your heart cavity. Easy. I hate this. I think you could get maybe like 10 max if we're talking about your bloodstream. Spiders oh, in your heart kind of sounds like a really cool punk band. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah, a really that's... bad metal band. Or like a so-so ska band. I think we yeah. Even <laughs> one of their songs on first play. Yeah, that's yeah. A, definitely yeah, a first play. Exactly. Oh, man. How do you guys so, find those songs on first play, by the way? I'm just curious. So it used to be a website called Forgotify. Oh, and and then Forgotify has kind of taken the shit, so to speak. So we've kind of positioned ourselves after saving song after song for years, right? Uh, to be the only ones who can do this podcast. Huh. We have uh, we have hundreds of songs, hundreds of artists who have songs in a playlist, and we just kind of filter through. And remember, oh, this one had this one was funny. Right, Let's see right. what else they can do. What else they produced? Uh, so there's not like a sort by least listen to option somewhere deep in the ui no i i've searched for it very 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 thoroughly (laughs) yeah (laughs) they would be the first to know yeah i really looked for it very hard i've had uh i had a couple of my shooters get in there and uh (laughs) nothing wow yes nothing i don't know how they did it so i uh i want to buy for godify that's my next right do you know what happened to them no, I've tried to email. We tried to email, right? Yeah, we haven't tried to email. We're going to send a mass marketing campaign for me to buy Forgotify. You just got to be like, look, we're fucking desperate. Our continued livelihood depends on your service. We need it. We have dozens of fans who need to hear our takes on these bad <laughs> songs. Dozens. Honestly, I just missed the website. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really hit or miss. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, the thing is, before the podcast, I had been on that website for like years. Right. I, it's something I don't think Ben even realized. I'm not sure. I mean, <laughs> like, I had I've, I've had a podcast idea for forever, and we just kind of collabed. We're for born it. into yeah. it, molded by it. When's, exactly. When's the last time we found a good website? Like, people don't do websites anymore. Right. I say this all the time. Web 2.0 ruined 
the the website. Squarespace just makes it so there's not any like funny new websites. They're all just like streamlined and work and are effective. Like (laughs) that's not what I'm on the internet for. I want to see somebody's stupid garbage that they put their heart and soul into. That's what I want. I want to see a GeoCities page. Mm. Exactly. I want a little thing that's like, oh, your cursor is a whale. That's it. I'm like, cool. I had a I had a Sonic themed page when I was a child. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Just your own yeah. your own personal thing you set up about Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, I, yeah, I used to love Tails, especially. <laughs> and so I used to just uh, get really into GIMP. Y'all know GIMP? Oh, know GIMP. yeah, the like free Photoshop. Photoshop. Yeah, open source. Yeah, open oh, source. Yeah. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> and I would just make uh, Sonic wallpapers oh, no. and put them on four. <laughs> Like I don't those, know what bad deviant art. One yeah, of those horrible ones. Like, that's just like ass and tits. He's getting pegged by Amy from behind. Yeah, is that, is that too much? <laughs> no. <Yeah. of> <laughs> <not>. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining. Are they like the really horrible like Web 1.0 where it's just like one tile repeated forever that just makes yeah. like a horrible nauseating magic eye painting? As the oldest one here, yes, I remember. <laughs> I remember y'all y'all ever have a MySpace? No. <laughs> I never I was too young for MySpace. Just by a little bit. I was not. Uh, <laughs> I was on it for several years before Facebook got cool. Right. And uh Woo! What a website. <laughs> Honestly. A website. There's a there's an alternate universe where we got like a great like great government and myspace tom is like the richest man in the world and he's just like giving it away is he good is myspace tom cool i think he just takes really cool pictures now <laughs> oh nice yeah. that sounds good i think, I think he's content to sit on his you know modest stack of money and just kind of live his life as opposed to trying to you know dominate the uh right. communications infrastructure that binds our entire world yeah together. just like yeah, ruin uh-huh. society just as a random example yeah <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he can chill after making after selling his company, then he's good. Yeah, yeah I mean, fair enough. <laughs> that makes sense yeah. to me. <laughs> Doesn't need to prove himself at all. That's uh, what I'm saying. He made his money. He's out. Was it yeah. MySpace still kicking around as like a music platform for a while? Yeah, Whatever I happened it was still with that? A thing. Yeah, no, it's still around. That was in yeah. second, second Life. I'm not sure. It's I um, I I definitely. St- I don't know if I still have my MySpace. I have to figure it out, but I think I could. Right. They Who's paying have gone for their back servers? when they like rebranded? They must have gone back and been like, if you've been in- inactive for twenty years, you don't have your MySpace anymore. Right. <laughs> twenty I years. Have to they that old. Yeah. No. I know. I know. I know. But I'm just thinking with uh, MySpace. Because I know they did that on Webkins. That's how old I am. <laughs> they deleted everybody's old Webkins account if you haven't bought a Webkins, Webkins in the past, like, five years. Ooh. What is Webkins? Oh, my oh God. No. What do you know what Webkins is? <laughs> oh, no, no. We Webkins was this thing in the early 2000s where it was a, it, they were stuffed animals. It was a stuffed animal line. And they would have a little code on them. And on that code, you would put them in on a website and then they would show up as a little avatar that you could like take care of and dress up and like play games and stuff like that. So it was Webkin's world and it was super cool. And then either Disney or Nickelodeon, somebody bought it. I know Nickelodeon bought uh, Neopets. Basically somebody not, bought Webkin's and they put up another paywall where you had to get Webkin's like VIP where you had to pay another fee in order to put them on the website. 
but so now it's totally died like the there was a drop-off point nobody was playing webkins anymore but now they're redoing it they're like doing it again but now they're like these crazy weird like three-dimensional pets that oh, are no. ugly and terrifying sounds bad <laughs> so people were trying to go back and like get their webkins accounts to like figure out what the fuck was going on with these terrifying three-dimensional animals and um, they had been deleted by webkins they're like oh you weren't on here in a number of years so we deleted it and it's like oh well i spent 50 dollars <laughs> on stuffed animals but whatever i guess yeah it just sounds like expensive neopets yeah for yeah sure. no it's literally what it was yeah i'm gonna send you guys what is apparently the current icon of webkins one moment well is it see the thing about those things is they're like really are uh big for furries i guess <laughs> yeah oh that's oh, terrifying oh that's whoa. bad that's yeah. like uncanny valley unsettling what's wrong with his eyes that's not what eyes. it looked like back in the day yeah and no 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 this is new terrifying webkin what did they do to the eyes it looks I like a it looks like a wizard like cast uh, <laughs> tried to get like a block of clay to come to life then like three quarters <laughs> of the way through was like fuck no 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 no, no shit never mind but couldn't reverse it it looks, like, this it looks like Tim Allen in the Shaggy Dog, where he's the oh, dog with shit, human eyes. Oh it has human eyes. People on the, the chat, yeah. people on the stream can't see this, but rest assured, not good. Not good. <laughs> no, and there's oh my fucking favorite thing was that there were Webkins creepy pastas that was all about. <laughs> so your Webkins could get sick. And then you would have to go to the doctor, and the doctor would give them medicine and be like, oh, right. your webkins is healed. But so there were all these creepypastas about that doctor killing your animal and, like, having bloody eyes and being like, you can't get into your webkins account because all your webkins are dead. It's so <laughs> fucking good. That's brutal. That's my favorite Ugh. brand of, like, online creepypastas. It's just the ones that are just, like... All of my Neopets died, and now they all have bloody eyes. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Oh, God, you put the dog on the stream. Yes, I did. By the way, we forgot to mention this up front. We're going sans Kija today. Kija is normally here, but it is Chinese New Year today, or at least this week. And she is with her family. Uh, but she's apparently watching the stream and commenting in the chat, so I don't know what's up with that, Kija. you just lying well, to happy, us. Uh, happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna it's... be the positive one. <laughs> yeah, but you said it in a language that I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I didn't know you said that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do we want to get into like Mike talk? Do yeah. Wanna... yeah. Let's get into it. Let's okay. let's talk about Mike. We watched it last night, and we we have opinions. We have a lot of thoughts. So before we do that, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Jackson McMurray. My name is Adeline McMurray. You guys can do you. And I'm Max. And we host First Play Podcast, where we listen to songs with no listens on Spotify. Uh, we Then we rate them, critique them, talk a little shit, and... Uh, riff, riff on them. It's a, it's a lot of fun. You should check us out. Follow us at First Play Pod. Or listen to us anywhere you can get uh, podcasts generally. We're on Spotify. You guys are so much better at that than we are. Yeah, no, we fucking suck at plugging yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Staring in the mirror. And we, we we literally like say like pretty much the exact same thing to a T, like we just like right. do with our I was gonna say say it with our eyes closed, but sight doesn't really impact it's <laughs> not really a part of that. Hmm. Yeah, it's not really yeah, like, I do it with my hands tied behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tight <tied> or <it> not. <laughs> uh so 
so here's here's the thing about like Mike. The, my biggest takeaway uh-huh. that I just can't get over is how many people just show up in this movie that I was not expecting to at Ooh, all. Honestly, it's so good as a basketball time capsule, right? <laughs> like truly, and then like and then past that, like actual famous actors, like we got to talk about yeah, the elephant like, in the room, right? Like, like uh, what Eugene Levy. Well, Eugene Levy was a was a slap in the face. I didn't expect him to play such a big role. I mean, yeah, Eugene Levy was playing himself. Robert Forster, the coach, was like the most bored I have ever seen anyone. Yeah. <laughs> he acts yeah. like Harrison Ford, like acts now in all of his movies. Right, yeah. want to be there. Give me the gold coin. And Chris, we and okay. First of all, Crispin Glover plays like the evil orphanage owner. Holy shit! So yeah. he's, playing, you know, again, he's playing himself. So wild, but also <laughs> a fucking like twelve-year-old Jesse Plemons, love <laughs> just love. out of nowhere, and right. it's so surreal. This, I was telling Adeline this. It's so weird to think that this movie came out the same year as Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, and then right. that kid grew up to marry Kristen Dunst. <laughs> Oh, that's so fuck. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, also, how we wild is that? About, we have to talk about the fact that Jesse Plemons absolutely breathes out of his mouth that entire <laughs> oh, I feel yeah. like he still does. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of mouth breather energy just as a person. It's, it's unfortunate. He looks like the kind of guy who ate paste as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and like, no offense if you ate paste as a kid. It's right. just like... You got that energy, yeah, dog. Yeah, you know sure. They know who they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're out of it, right? But he did it. They, yeah, you didn't uh, was able to pull one over on Kirsten Dunst though. She didn't mind. Yeah, she's like, sure. hey, let's yeah. get some paste for you. He's like, a, he's like a he's like a paste eating mouth breather, and then he gave the best comedic performance ever in Game Night and got married to Kristen Dunst. So who the fuck am I to say shit? Right. Like, yeah, right. you should have I mean, eaten more paste, Jackson. Y'all <laughs> seen his Black Mirror episode? I haven't. I've heard about that Ooh. one a lot. It's it's it's. I'd I'd recommend it. We you know talk why? about Black Mirror like a lot on this show, I despite the fact that Adeline and I have not in seen in any of it. Now. What about what about Black Mirror? Yeah, I don't watch it. <laughs> Us either. But for thing, some we reason, we talk about, about it a lot. A lot. Uh, well, hold on. I'll tell you why I don't watch it. Cause, cause um, you know that first episode, I turned it on, and the guy was was like fucking that pig. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I was mm, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, we got some real. Did you get very far? Yes. Very far. Thank you, thank you. The assist. Play that well. Yep. I really want to do uh, like a, a bow wow anime opening edit. I think all the pieces are there. You yeah. have a little kid playing in the NBA with Crispin Glover looking the most devious <laughs> anyone's ever looked ever. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And you could really, if you could uh, do some some nice editing, I think uh, some snazzy editing yeah, could get it going. Because there, there are more than enough highlights of him just like making NBA All-Stars look like fools. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. That's have, the thing. Um, like, I feel like genuinely my favorite part of this movie is like all of the like fancy footage that just makes it seem like an 11 year old is absolutely kicking the shit out of a team of NBA players. Amazing. Like anything that like happens in a wide shot that they clearly did in real life is so funny. Like, especially right at the beginning when he just hits that three point shot on fucking Morris chestnut is so funny. (laughs) I think it's so good. 
I okay. I'll say this. I was saying it all last night. For what it is, it's so well directed. Yeah, yeah honestly. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I think the, the directed, yes. The script had some issues. Right, the script had issues, but directed, direction was solid. the direction was stylized. They they understood what they were going for. They really made it cartoonish in mm-hmm. a Space Jam way that is fun. And it, it really holds up. And you know what? They didn't go wrong where they could have went they could went wrong. Because remember, we were talking about this yesterday. The uh the TV, they were like, he was like, huh, I wish I was that family. And like they could have chose the Cosby family. Oh yeah. <laughs> Close call. Prominent family for black children to Whew. say that about. I think. I think that for for context, he's an orphan, and they're looking. He's like wistfully looking at uh, the Fresh Prince, saying like, "Oh, I wish I was in that family." Right. Ironically, um, what's the guy's Reginald Vell Johnson? Yeah, Reginald Vell Johnson out of nowhere. In that family, I was like, "Oh, it's the matters or Die Hard." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. What? He's so good, but he's not good in that. <laughs> he kind of phones it in. He's there. He's like Robert Forrester. Like, give me the money. I'm right. Yeah. Okay, so I did I did a little bit of background research on the director of this movie, Sweet. a man named John Schultz. Right. Um, I also did so. Yeah, it seems like like Mike is kind of like at least financially probably the biggest hit he ever had. Except he's just been around. In you know he did a lot of kids movies like Judy Moody and the bummer Judy Moody and the not bummer summer sounds good. Aliens in the attic, if you remember <laughs> that one at all. Oh my fucking god! But now he seems yeah. to have found his niche directing the Christmas Prince movies on Netflix. Ooh, which what? is like you know what? Good for him. <laughs> like, Fuck yeah! Oh, damn it, we need Keisha. She's watched all those movies. Yeah, Keisha loves <laughs> those Christmas Prince. <laughs> Christmas Prince movies. <laughs> Um, what is it? Oh my god! Do you it's, not? It's just like one of those direct to Netflix like romantic comedies series at this point. Yeah, there's a bunch of, of them. The first one is just like, oh, I'm a girl and the prince is in love with me, but I can't marry the prince. Can't marry a princess, and it's Christmas, and you're like, okay, cool. That was 90 minutes. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb and say they do get married in the end. They do get married in the end, and oh, then in the sequel. And yeah, fuck, what was the right thing right. in the trailer for the sequel where it got like real sketchy, where they were like, "Our country's under attack by Orientals" or something like that? Whoa. What was? Yeah, that? no, it gets it, real weird in the second one. Was it written by my grandfather? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of something. Basically. I don't think they say that, but there's some other Asian it's country that the that, prince's like, country is at child? war with. Yeah, that's right. They put a curse on him. That was the weird racist thing. That's awful. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did a little bit of research on the cinematographer. Ooh, and he do, he did work because you know I I am a real film buff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and he did movies like all those spoof movies from the two thousands. Oh like, yeah, movies. yeah. Interesting. And like honestly, that those things are cultural artifacts. <laughs> yeah, man, it's so wild. Cinematographers have the weirdest careers. Like, yeah, absolutely. When when you look at a director's career, like obviously it's like more of their own their own sort of artistic work going into it than the guy who just shows up and makes things look good. But like, not to say that that's all that cinematographers are. You know what I'm saying though. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, you look at somebody like even like John Schultz, and you're like, oh, I kind of get a feel for what this guy's good at. Like I see what he does. And then sometimes right. you're like watching like. There was some part of me that was really expecting you to be like, like, Mike, I was looking at the cinematographer. It's actually uh, Johan Johansson. And you're like, oh, what? Uh, like, just totally not Johan Johansson. He's a composer. Fuck. What was I going to say? What? I had a good poll. You're dumb. What was the guy who did solo? 
this like the up and coming cinematographer. God damn it. I was going to have a really good poll and maybe sound <laughs> smart. And I messed it up and I said a composer instead. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Hey, when that happened. Yeah, they're going to talk about you all over Twitter now. I'll say Wally Pfister. <laughs> I was expecting you to be like, the cinematographer on this was actually Wally Pfister. And I was going to be like, oh, whoa. No, it's just, I just think yeah, it's interesting that these, like, there, there really was like a few people making those movies. And they For really sure. made the fuck out of those movies. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like, they, they did not hold back. Have you seen like, not another teen movie? No, I have not delved as deep into that subgenre as I as I feel that I should have. I, I, I remember seeing Epic Movie when I was eleven and thinking, "Oh my god, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen." Newsflash: <laughs> It was not. Yeah, like yeah, spoiler alert. I think then I rewatched like bits of it on cable and thinking, like, "Oh god, why did I?" Not uh, another teen geez. movie has Chris Evans naked, right? With... Oh. Yeah, which which side of him, front or back? Front, but front, dude, but they, he has like a. Whipped cream and a banana where his dick Can I go on a comedy? Yeah, we make we make it the movies, we show it a banana for the penis. We all laugh. Can I go on a brief tangent just within that oeuvre? I the cinematographer for this movie also directed the uh 2012 Three Stooges remake by the Farrelly brothers. If you remember that at all. And this is a fascinating movie to me because if you're making a big Three Stooges remake, you want big name talent. And who they got to play Larry Curley and Moe, respectively, are Sean Hayes, Will Sasso, and Christy yep. Metopoulos. Wasn't I, 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 I will say they um they really did kind of nail the vibe of the original Three Stooges, but it's weird trying to adapt. I haven't seen the movie. I've just seen right. you know, pieces of it. Trying to adapt like a format of like shorts in the 30s into this new format and like i think like snooki's in it i mean the whole yeah, thing is there's a jersey shore game. aside right oh i my think God, I, of course there is it, it, i think it would have made a better movie if they just did it in like 1930s style but in like technicolor right, right. and they just do like a pretty scheme but obviously the producers are like we gotta zhuzh it up where's the sex appeal <laughs> sofia vergara come on down <laughs> wasn't know? that like a get snooki like a, in there wasn't that like an snl vehicle no. i'm not sure but the story i wanted to tell about it there's a very good story about the pre-production which is that jim carrey was going to play uh larry at first and he's already and he decided he wanted to gain a lot of weight and there's this brief moment where jim carrey is doing press for the robert zemeckis christmas carol movie and he just like noticeably has gained like 40 pounds and then at some point he just decided he didn't want to do it anymore and just oh, lost the weight again. <laughs> he just like yeah. gained and lost like 40 pounds because of a movie a he just whim. changed his mind about. Yeah, it's so weird. Wild. Oh. Yeah, I think, I mean, having watched the documentary about the man on the moon, that uh, Andy Kaufman movie. Right, uh, right. Uh, he's a very strange dude, a childhood hero of mine. Yeah. Just okay. sure. I love that shit. Yeah. Very we talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this on the show. Jim Carrey. It's just the kind of guy, he got too famous and too rich, too young. And he just yeah. does not have a chance in hell at being anything close to a normal human being ever again. It's yeah, just he can only him. be Jim Carrey. He can never just, he can never be anybody else. <laughs> yeah, right. He had like a three movie run. It was like Ace Ventura, um, Dumb and Dumber, and then The Mask. Right, all, all in the same giant year. Hits. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I think Jim Carrey... Is he the one that owes his whole career to black people? 
I mean, he was on In Living Color. Right. right. So, I mean, by your token, yes, but... Don't call me token. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've never really well, looked at In Living Color enough. <laughs> so he was in in, loving, in Living Color, and he never made another black movie. I just think it's fucked up. Yeah, it is. It is a little weird. You never even look back at the black people. Did anybody else out of In Living Color? Like, who else came oh, up no. from In Living Color? Dude, that's a great question. I should know. Uh, the Wayans. Also, Tone oh. Loke was in Ace Ventura 1, so excuse me. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I forgot the like Wayans a- were on in Living Color. Yeah, Funky Cole Medina. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Funky Cole Medina. To yourself, Mr. Loke. Can I call you Tone? Jim Carrey, <laughs> David Allen Greer. Okay, that's somebody. I mean, he was already big. The oh, Wayans okay. brothers, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx? Whoa. Yeah, this thing is... Jennifer Lopez for 62 episodes. Wow, this show was a juggernaut. I didn't even realize. Yeah, we need to bring that back. I'm just looking through this. Wow. Okay. Anyway, but to to speak about Like Mike. Sure. Right. I'm looking through my notes trying to see if I've got a good jumping on point that maybe I can segue out of that. I do love the opening scene of this movie where we get <laughs> to watch cards. three kids just suck shit at basketball because I, I, they capture, I don't know if they intentionally try to capture it, but like the fact that every little kid thinks that they're the greatest basketball player of all time and then you watch them try to do something and then they like, it's like watching somebody try to play a guitar when they're learning how to play the guitar. They're like, check this out. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Okay, check this out. Hold on, wait. Like, and that's just what it is with every seven-year-old. So I like just watching these three kids just be terrible at basketball. So can I ask an important question about this movie? I'm going to spoil the end of this movie. No, not that it's the kind of movie that really benefits from fresh <laughs> Do eyes. Do you think this orphan gets adopted? <laughs> but, yeah, 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 the answer might surprise you. <laughs> but at the end, we find out that the shoes weren't actually magic. It was just in right. his heart the whole time, obviously. Right. Yeah. Why is he that good at basketball then? Like, with he That's sucked ass at the beginning, and he didn't practice any before he just kicked, a, what's his name, Morris Chestnut's uh, ass at basketball. Like, what happened? Why did that happen? So, so I, I'm of two minds, because, like, they maybe they wanted us to believe it wasn't real, but it clearly was magic, right? Yeah, like, I guess. What, yeah, obviously. I mean, he's a little kid. He like suddenly he's jumping and can like you know do. Uh, he wins the dunk contest. Or <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also like, but also like, when his shoes break, he just stopped playing basketball forever. Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like, that's I've the never thing. Basketball is that again. like? Yeah. I'm I'm so, just curious about like so like the the end of the movie is like we got to win this game to make the playoffs. They win. Vince Carter is the final boss, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but they yeah he. Passes, they hit the shot, they win. And then he just like, well, stops playing. Like, what, what about the fans? What about the coaches? They're like, oh, we're our best player, he's right. not in the playoffs. Yeah. He's just like, I'm like, dude, somehow I got adopted. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see like, uh, in like, like Mike too. It just opens on the, you know, the game one. They're just getting like smoked and wrecked, <laughs> and just seeing, you know, how the, how the players, you know, handle that. Yeah, so, okay. that's a movie of triumph. And- yeah, exactly. <laughs> So here's what I'll ask. I guess there's multiple ways to interpret it, right? Because he doesn't make the game-winning dunk. 
right. after he breaks the shoes. Are we to believe that maybe just because he's been practicing so much this whole time and just with his own natural basketball skill, maybe he's like just good enough to like fake it long enough to score a point? Or is it that the shoes were never really magic and he was just awesome at basketball the whole time? Maybe he just yeah, got he powers from the lightning strike. Yeah, I'm inclined to believe that it's the first one and not the latter because he did not dunk after those shoes broke. It's true, it's true. Yeah. I think he was the one who inspired the basketball team to like work together and play basketball the correct way that their coach sure. is telling them to play. Right. So I think it's like, because he doesn't make the winning shot, he passes it to his friend who then makes the dunk. So I think it's... Right. I think the real basketball was the friends that we made along the way. I don't right, think it was right. magic anymore. It, exactly. But yeah. it was magic at one point. At I, one I point it was, yeah. <laughs> it just We're not getting around light. that. It was magic lightning. But yeah, I just right. have to right. imagine the conversation between him and the manager where it's just like, I'm not going to uh, show up or play basketball anymore. And they're like, why? And they're like, well, the shoes were magic and they broke, so I can't anymore. Duh. Get on his own without some super magic HGH powers or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> super magic HGH powers. Imagine if Bow Wow was on HGH. Well, he, he wants to be in the WWE, right? Jack, you were saying. Yeah. yeah. No, Adelaide was saying she was looking up. Apparently, uh, Lil Bow Wow is gearing up to release, at least according to him, his last album and join the WWE. I guess because he's expecting to be killed in the WWE. <laughs> it's yeah. how I read the situation. Well, no, so he got some magic boxing gloves. Or he, No, sorry, I'm sorry. No, he got a magic microphone, and that's how he's been able to have a career, but that microphone broke, so now right. he can't. He's never going to do music ever again. He can't do it. This is his last one. And everybody, we should all support Bow Wow and his awful, awful, awful lifestyle. And, yeah, performing during COVID without a mask super cool doesn't he like did he like abuse somebody or something he got arrested for something hold on <laughs> oh bow wow surveillance video anytime a surveillance video <laughs> leaks a celebrity it's never good news yeah yeah bow he's never bow doing something super cool helping a homeless guy get back on his feet it's like, no, yeah. he... tom hanks surveillance video being yeah, exactly. really nice to the key grip i think yeah. he's just a dick and has had a lot of alleged abuse right. i think honestly if i if my peak was at 13 yeah. and the rest of my life was just kind of a downslope, i'd probably be pretty bitter too exactly right. he had a double platinum album with snoop dog on it at age Dude. 11 like what the Dude. fuck guys i remember when that album came out <laughs> yeah fucking insane he was playing I, basketball i was so jealous of Shad <laughs> Moss. But now look who's laughing, Chad. <sighs> yeah, true. If that is your real name. <laughs> if it's true what they say, basketball oh, is my favorite nice. sport, and I like the way they dribble up and down the court. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> also, he's like that. Song. What's up, Ben? No, I think there's. I, I was just looking up uh, just Shad Ma or Little Bow Wow on Google. The second picture, it looks like a mugshot of him and his, uh, I guess, like girlfriend, fiance, whatever. And he looks like he got his ass beat, and the girlfriend is unscathed. Oh, no. Dude, yeah. It's That's really a tiger. Yeah. He's got like yeah, the mark right. of the beast, like across his forehead, like three right. scratch marks. Exactly, yeah. The mark of the beast, the monster sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little known fact: monster equals the devil. Something. So, anyway. Well, so I I know. In my high stupor last night, I created the uh, very complex reading of of like Mike. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a deep deep satire on the the, the AAU system and how we mm-hmm. make these kids play with these grown men and expect them to balance school and these people taking advantage of them and all this other stuff. You know, it's, it's a, not a, it's not a fucking bad take. That makes sense to me. To be yeah. frank, I I want to I'm gonna recut it so that it's just that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, like there is there is something to be said about that with like especially with like youth of color that it's like we push them towards sports and then with like such as like small margin for actually going professional and then we like say that's their only value and then when that doesn't work out they're screwed like they're yeah. definitely that's definitely a reading in here right and they have to do the homework and they're and they're subject to like asinine rules they're yeah. like yeah have to be professionals and students at the same time. There's a good reading here. Yeah, I you have a, to be uh, wearing these shoes in order to play. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had right. a, I had a friend who played college football at Fordham, and when he, you know, because all the summer it's like you work out all the time, so you can't like work or get job experience. So he graduated, right. and he's like, well, shit, what do I do? <laughs> right, I mean, right. He got bailed out of his parents, but like, you know, I mean, a lot of people aren't like that. So it's uh, yeah, perverse system. That's why I don't watch college sports. <laughs> like Mike, the political commentary. Yeah, yeah like, like Michael Dukakis. Is this, <laughs> is this your guys' first time seeing this movie? It was for me. I saw it in theaters as a boy, as a wee lad. Because oh, I oh, think, oh. at least to me, what a, like the biggest footprint it left on my life was being a trailer on the Space Jam VHS. Yeah, and wow. I definitely <laughs> oh. have like just that line reading of him being like, "Make me like Mike," like burned into my brain forever. And him being like, I got the ticket! Like, that's forever within me. I bet right now is a bad time for me to ask for your autograph. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like... Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to ask, is this your first time watching? Yeah, this is my first time for sure. Wow. So, uh, go on. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I wonder... I would like. What are some other movies that their biggest cultural footprint is being a trailer on a VHS? I feel like there's a special, a special place in society. Um, trailer movie. I feel Richie like they're gotta, movie? gotta be like like Bambi two or Bambi one of those two. Yeah, like, scary movie three. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have any familiarity with that one. I feel like scary. Well, I'm older than y'all by you probably right. quite a bit. Yeah. Adeline said the Richie Rich movie, which I relate to. Um, the McCoy Culkin Richard Rich. Home Alone movies? Yeah, post Home Alone the 2. The first Home Alone movie. I know that's a very famous movie that everybody loves, but I had never seen it until last year. Right. So I just knew it as the, the trailer where the kid slaps his face and goes, ah. Yeah, same for me with Mrs. Doubtfire. We didn't do Mrs. Doubtfire oh, yeah. growing up, but there were, was, that trailer was on a lot of VHSs. Oh, Fat Albert also. Fat, oh, Fat Albert's a good one. Oh, that's a, yeah. Hey y'all, that's we a like first movie. Yeah, <laughs> we're neglecting to talk about the fucking tour de force that is Jonathan Lipnicki in the late nineties, early aughts. <laughs> oh, absolutely, the little vampire himself. Oh my Dude, god, we're oh, looking man. at it right now. Listen to this, Jerry Maguire, ninety six, ninety nine. You know he had to go through a little school. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, ninety eight, Doctor Doolittle, ninety nine, Stuart Little. Uh, little vampire in 2000, 2002, like Mike. This man was on a tear. Absolutely. You want to know what his most recent project was? I don't know if I do. <laughs> a fun little horror movie project on Amazon Prime called Circus Kane. 
which yes. is oh my god i mean like clearly it's like a micro budget like student level film but like one made by somebody he's like trying to do this like fun subversion of horror movie tropes in a way that is not intelligent at all well and it's just about like a bunch of guys showing up to a haunted house but then turns out it's actually they're getting killed but they're like oh and it's so wild it is it's so there's a brief moment when us and some of our friends would just scroll through hulu and amazon prime for horror movies that seemed like they were made by you know somebody's Somebody cousin in college yeah and like oh, oh my god. god there was a a sequel to ouija 2 <laughs> made by an independent company called mm-hmm. ouija 3 colon the charlie charlie challenge what the charlie charlie <laughs> challenge yes. yeah, like, a, Which, like a drinking game that gets a fraternity band yeah. well it was that <laughs> thing that people were doing on tumblr i guess where you would stack the two pencils perpendicularly on top of each other do you remember this no no you would have a little square yeah right yes and no and when the you would ask it questions you go like charlie charlie are you there and it would rotate to yes because it's two pencils stacked on top of each (laughs) other so of course it's going to rotate and that's it. That's all it was. And then Charlie truly kills you or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's also a monster. But yeah, so this movie yeah, is just something. like, for some reason, obviously this is not a an officially sanctioned sequel to Ouija 2, whatever Ouija 2 was called. It's just somebody, I guess somebody just told them, like, you made this, like, shitty movie about an internet trend. If you call it Ouija 3, maybe somebody will click on it. I don't know. And we did. And we sure did. It was a trip. I think making a movie and calling it two, like, like if I just made a movie tomorrow, like Max's dream two, I think yeah. I get more more exposure than Max than just Max's dream. I think That's I think true. similarly there was a uh, a Bill Cosby R.I.P. movie like in the late <laughs> '80s. Um, or it was called like Leonard Part Four, and it was the first one. <laughs> right. And right. It was, and, it, and apparently, the movie was such a piece of shit that he, in press tours, was like telling people not to see it. Wow. Oh, like trying that. to distance himself while he was supposed to be promoting the movie. Like Clooney on uh, Batman. Uh, Batman. Oh my god. Oh yeah, my those, god. Those interviews are hilarious because he is like, oh god, what have I done? There's yeah. some really I can't think of, can't pull any good quotes off the top of my head, but there's some really good videos of Zach Galifianakis promoting G Force. That I look oh, back on fondly. Yeah. Talking hamster flick. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah, dude. And there's like always know. this moment where he's like on Conan or whatever, and he's like talking and telling a story, and he's kind of animated, and then they get to the end, and Conan's like, "So what are you here promoting today, Zach?" And he's just like, uh, "Is this movie called G Force?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. That's painful. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's a movie about hamsters. It's a movie about oh. hamsters. I played this. Yeah, like, I, I, I wanted to buy a second house in Aspen. Like, what do you want from me? Like, yeah. It's, yeah, I wanted to go to Disneyland. So, you know. Well, and I had some good news. 15 minutes from my house. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> I had some good news about bad unofficial sequels. Because there is a Like Mike 2 called right. Like Mike 2 colon Street Ball. Which oh, I'm immediately yeah. skeptical of, just based on right. the title alone. Wow. <laughs> it should be like, 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 like the professor or something like I that. I cannot. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah, it sounds horrible. So yeah. I don't know if you guys ever want to come back Sorry. and talk like Mike too. Maybe we can make it happen. Who, who's it starring? 
uh, not Lil Bow Wow. There's like like literally there is no there's no crossover. It's just it's just one of those things where it's like another unrelated movie, and they're like, uh, it's about a kid who's good at basketball. Like maybe we just call it like Mike Two. Like we just like Mike. We call it American Psycho Two and just see if that works. Can we call it like like Mike Mike? <laughs> and do Mike Two Furious and just try. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's here's a big beef that I have with this movie. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan does not appear even once. How yeah, do you no. write this movie and not have a scene at the end where Michael Jordan shows up and he's like, you did good, kid, or whatever? Like, Are those my fucking shoes? By the time <laughs> like, this movie had come out, Michael Jordan was already a billionaire. You could not pay him. I guess that's <laughs> true. You could not afford. The NBA could not afford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, it's just like they couldn't afford the Lakers. Or the right. Lakers. Yeah, there are no basketball players I recognized in this movie. I think there was one thing. I, there, you know, conversely, there were many. The, yeah, many I recognized. Okay, in the fair enough. There's a Kings player, Chris Webber, who's credited as Chris Wallace. <laughs> which is very weird. Everyone else is their normal name. Jason Kidd, Gary Payton, Dirk, you know, uh, Steve Nash. Do you think he's... Illegally, Chris Weber. It's not actually Chris Weber. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, maybe they like don't don't Weber. have his life rights or something. I don't know. Uh, it's weird. Hey, you you can have my face, but you keep my <laughs> name out of this fucking Batwow vehicle. You keep right. my name out of your mouth. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it just I, seems so easy to have a scene be like, oh, I remember these shoes. These shoes got me through some tough times. And he'd be like, wow. Do the thing where it's like it's Michael Jordan, but like his his head is cut out of frame, so you don't actually have to get him. <laughs> you know, maybe he's yeah. a ghost, like at the end of Star Wars. Yeah, that's a good idea. That, yeah, that, yeah. There you go. Or you have her directing this joint. Or even just you, have him like wink at Bow Wow, like rolling down the window of his car or something like that. Like, yeah. It's, Right. I don't know. You know, like that his like team would be like, "Hey, Mike, this is gonna be a big opportunity for you. You're already right. you're gonna get into this new kid's market who don't know you from your old days." Right. Right. Like the movie's named after him. You don't show up for that. Like, it's called like Mike. Not Michael's here. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, 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 well, actually, technically, it was called like Mike. It did not imply <laughs> the presence of Michael Jordan himself. It was like Mike. So. What if they pulled a? What if they pulled a game night and it was just like somebody else? And they're like Michael Jordan, and he like kind of looks like Michael Jordan, and you're not a hundred percent sure. Well, you couldn't have named the movie Vince Carter like, like Vince. Like Vince. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the uh, the Vince Vaughn biopic. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, there was a movie. It was called Freaky. That was what like Vince was. That actually talking about like interesting horror movies. That movie it seemed interesting. I and still a good haven't concept. seen it. There are so many movies I want to see that I just can't fucking justify the twenty dollar VOD rental right now. That's wild. That's wild. Freaky. Ever heard of U-Torrent? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I like to participate in the economy, though. Jackson, you wouldn't steal a car. People get residuals. I would steal a car. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I would steal. Yeah. Give me a car. Um, but... You wouldn't hit your grandma. <laughs> That's irrelevant. Have you met my grandma? Another great question. <laughs> uh, I love the first part of this movie where he's like playing that one-on-one basketball game against Morris Chestnut. And he just is such an asshole. He's like playing basketball with a 10 year old. And he's like, fuck you kid. You're not getting another point. It's like, chill out, dude. Like I'm not going to lie to you. I side with Morris Chestnut for most of the movie. Right. I mean, 
yeah, I, I saw it more stressful thing. It was like, wow, like this is a game. I'm a star player. I'm not at halftime listening to my coach's adjustments. I'm like having a kid beat me. Like, what right. is this? <laughs> right. I, I agree. I get paid $15 million a year to get humiliated like this. I would demand a trade. Right. Yeah. Get me out of here. <laughs> the moment they said you room with that kid, I would have said, great. I'll be, I'll be on the jazz. I... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Give me the Cleveland Cavs. I don't care. I don't uh, give a shit. Yeah. I'll see you in the summertime. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Hostile work environment, disagreements. Um, I just, the kid snored. He didn't sleep. Yeah. He almost got suspended. Like, it's like, I don't know. Order. Just chill out for a second. Like 60 <laughs> seconds, let this kid dunk on you. Be like, whoa, that was pretty crazy, right? And then move on with your life. You know? I don't know. It gone so hard, it wouldn't even be that big a deal. If he were like, uh-huh, kid. Oh, you beat me. It'd be like, haha, okay. But so he's like, no, I have to. He's not going to make a single basket. And I'm going right. to smash his head into the floor. And I'm going to win because I'm an adult. And it's I like, have to prove that I'm better at basketball than this 11 He's 12. If he kicked your ass, we would be like, oh, Oh, haha, he let him win, but because he's so much like, no, I have to win, and then he gets his ass hand to him. It's like, well, if you just if you had just been chilled, then nobody would have known that you got your ass hand to you at basketball. The the part where you have to and, and you think when Bow Wow dunks is when you have to suspend your disbelief, but it's not then. It's not then, it's when they sign him the the what five thousand dollar contract for a day. Right. And right. then they put this motherfucker on the the court. Yeah. <laughs> what what just, would happen? What would happen if you tried to do that in real life? If you were the manager and you're like, I want to draft this 11 year old, like, how would that shake out, do you think? It's literally illegal. I think, yeah, you can't do it. The NBA, you have to have <laughs> one at year least, of college. Yeah, or one year of college or one year removed oh. from high school graduation to get drafted. That's right. Huh. But I think that. But, and you also have to be 18. Exactly, yeah. Oh, you have okay. to be 18 at least. Right. But so, I, I think they're yeah. opening up now in a few years where you'll be able to go straight from high school to the nba again right but that's still 18 right so what does that mean for air bud yeah true what about oh, Bud? Said, oh wow can't play basketball <laughs> <laughs> so i love to talk about air bud uh whenever that's i talk about legal a- precedent <laughs> yeah I-, <laughs> I like to use air bud as legal precedent whenever uh there's a time for a loophole i say well, they didn't say the dog couldn't play basketball. Yeah. And then he fucking did. That's, he changed that's the, the world. That's what all of those movies are hinged on. I don't understand. For they didn't say a dog couldn't snowboard. Just like enter in anything. <laughs> it, it's crazy because I don't understand why they, why nobody after seeing this dog play basketball say, okay, well, dogs can't play my sport. <laughs> Right, the yeah. first time you'd be like, "We better put a dog clause in there, just in case." Right. <laughs> Jackson, you are barreling towards. Nobody said a dog couldn't be Santa Claus. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, you're on to something. I, I, yeah. I feel like there is a movie called on. Santa Buddies, isn't there? Isn't that a thing? I thought it was Santa Paws. Ooh, I, I think they're, they're both of those movies probably exist and they are functionally identical. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. Real quick, uh, so a dog kills Santa Claus, right. goes for the jugular, and then he picks up a little piece of paper that says, you're Santa now. And then he kidnaps his son. What happens in the Santa Claus? Dog can read? <laughs> okay, so, okay, here's, I have pulled up a list of the, the Air Bud franchise and the spinoff Air Buddies franchise. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm going to name a sport, and you're going to tell me if 
there is an Air Bud movie where the dogs play this sport, or if I'm just making it up. Okay. Great okay, cool. Holy shit. Great game. Uh, okay. One moment. Let me just make sure I, I'm reading all of them so I don't accidentally make one up. It's actually true. I respect, I respect your, your diligence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. First up, hockey. Absolutely. Yes, Airbud. Yes, Airbud. No, no hockey movie. Really? Why do I have the mental image of a dog in a hockey uniform so dog? vividly? Dog can't skate. This makes sense. Volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there oh. is a volleyball called Airbud Strikes Back. <laughs> Airbus strikes back. I, I remember <laughs> this one. That's the one where he's like a grizzled cop trying to like get vengeance for the murder. Yeah. Was she was only seven years old, man. Oh, God. Where's my daughter? Airbus strikes back. She's only seven human years old. <laughs> okay. That, that's an old dog. Dog sledding. Yes. I, no. No. Yes. Hell yeah. Snow buddies. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um... Yeah, I'll do a oh, couple so more. Oh, so Snow Buddies, they were just like, let's just let them do a dog thing. Let's get weird on them. What if they were just dogs? American football. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, there is an American football. European I've football. Seen that. that was one of the movies where the teacher would bring out the TV in the classroom, and you'd be like, oh, shit, we're about to watch Air Bud. <laughs> uh, okay, and I'll say uh, soccer, European football. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. He does play. Airbud does know how to play both types of football. I've seen. Wasn't there, wasn't there a buddies movie where they were on American Idol? Wasn't is that a one? Maybe I got a little tripped up because the Air Buddies movies do not seem to be sports centric. Uh, no, they just go on little fucking asinine adventures that <laughs> yeah. make you want to catch your eyes out. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Asinine Adventures is a great like subhead for all the little like Air Buddies Asinine Adventures. Right. Yeah, just <laughs> so yeah, just DVD collections called. <laughs> yeah. I won't gamify this, but just hear the titles of the Air Buddies movies: Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies, Super Buddies. What What are those movies with those animals where like a ton of animals died to make? any movie made before 1990 yeah like yeah the opening credits are animals were harmed in the making of this movie yeah just so you know what are you gonna do about it fuck off the the adventures of milo and otis oh it was the 80s oh yeah yeah those ones are rough yikes Brutal movie. Oh, One yeah. of the weirdest. Yeah. I remember watching. Go going through all the dogs he has Right. I remember watching Friday the Thirteenth for the very first time a few years ago, and there's a scene in that where literally they just like throw like a garden snake on the floor and chop it up with a machete, like in real life. Yeah, like an yeah. actual snake. And you're just they like. Just... Oh. Like, that was so much more upsetting than, like, any of the actual content in the movie to me because it was so unexpected. I was like, oh, whoa, you can do that? You can kill a snake on TV. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's like, oh, my God. Um, As someone who's uh, actually seen that in real life, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) A fucking snake chopped in half by a machete. Right. Oh, where? Florida. Uh, I'm from Florida, everybody. Right, true. They do Water. got those snakies out there. 
They do yeah, have them. I like to tell this one story about a snake that died underneath my boot. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. That's Sounds the whole gross. story. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Wait, guys. Are you guys ready for the hottest take? We talked about this yesterday a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Let's take it. That the fact that Crispin Glover would be a better Joker than any Joker we've ever right. had. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he, he, you're so right. Shaped. He already has the pale skin. Absolutely. How creepy he is. He really would be. Yeah, just dye his hair green and he's good to go. Get and I feel there. like the paint. Yeah, he, he, he's got his own paint at home. <laughs> like, okay, so here's the thing. In this movie, Crispin Glover becomes more and more psychotic as it goes along, obviously. Dude, oh, yeah. But there's he, that really, scene... He, he, where he, he left it all on the court. Triple double no assist. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, was exactly. like, he stole the show. He was so good in this. The that scene where he finds Jonathan Lipnicki's only picture of his dead mom, and he's like, <laughs> Tell me where the shoes are, or I'm gonna burn this picture and you'll never see her face again. Amazing. He does he starts burning it and he's doing this little bit where he's like, Oh no, I'm catching on fire. Oh no. That is so quintessentially joker and like just in those few moments that like i feel like an entire movie just like splayed out before my very eyes i was like this is the only way to move forward with the dc expanded universe this is how you do it stop it's... making the, the sexy actors yeah keep the sexy actors for batman boring right right, right. Give, give me crispin clover <laughs> give me back donnie danny devito you know where are you Crispin Glover him? is good in everything. I'm always excited to see Crispin Glover. I mean, he really just, like, he he is such a weird, eccentric guy. Have y'all seen him when he goes on, like, Letterman and he's, like, high out of his mind? Oh, he tries yeah. to, like, take David Letterman or something like that? What? It's a wild video. <laughs> yeah. We gotta watch it afterwards. So, so Crispin Glover is the kind of guy who's very much into... He's not necessarily into, like, big, you know, corporate filmmaking. His, like, real passion projects are these movies he directs with a cast that is all actors with down syndrome. Um, and wow. he makes these weird, like tiny independent movies that he doesn't distribute. He makes these, <laughs> well, here's the thing. He makes these movies and he takes them on tour. You can't watch them unless you what? go to his show where he like shows this movie. He has like a sort of like integrated, like Ted talk slash film screening thing he does what? where like every few years he comes out with one of these movies and he like travels across the country and like just does these shows where you can hear him talk and he's very upfront about the fact that like whenever you see him in a movie that's like just a job to him he doesn't really care about these movies like he tries to have fun with it and he tries to do his best work but that is not what he cares about at all he just wants to do this weird road show where he shows his movies and does a Q&A afterward what yeah it's wild what? We need to get this man in the DC universe yesterday. Yeah, absolutely, we do. <laughs> he, you know, he also sell out now. He would be basically good as any Batman villain. There's get, a yeah, there's a story somebody told. Scarecrow. Right, Bane. God, God, yeah, can Bane. you imagine? Oh, God, Gotham is uh, reckoning is yours. <laughs> <laughs> The, there's a story somebody I don't remember what podcast this was, but I was listening to a story where somebody who was a journalist was doing an interview with Crispin Glover, and he said like, "Oh, this movie um, that you made, uh, I I saw it and I really liked it a lot." And he was like, "Oh, where did you see it?" He was like, 
oh, well, I, I didn't, you know, I, I got a screener from one of my friends and I watched it at home. And he was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I got one of my friends had a had a press screener and I and I watched it with him at home and he was like, "Who was that friend?" And you're like, "Oh, uh, I mean, his name was uh, Dylan." It's like, "No, seriously, tell me who it was because I cannot have this in circulation." He like completely <laughs> stopped the interview and like just absolutely went off on this guy for watching his movie wrong. What? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, he's I a mean, weird guy. He's a weird, cool guy. I think uh, apparently this will be surprising to no one. Robert Zemeckis said he was very difficult to work with on this. <laughs> yeah, I just talked yeah, about this. Sequels. Yeah, I just uh, talked about this the other day. But there's this clip somewhere deep in the Back to the Future like special features where it's like a close up on Michael J. Fox doing something, and. Th- like halfway through you just see like a broom start to like kind of swipe in front of his face and you hear Robert Zemeckis just being like Crispin what's that and he's like I'm sweeping the area and he's just like (laughs) waving a broom around and Robert Zemeckis just has to be like "Uh, I don't think that's what I want for this shot right now Crispin but maybe you know save that for later maybe we'll find a spot for it (laughs) Wow, we need this energy in the DC universe. Okay, or Biff. Imagine, imagine a scene that the Joker's doing, but instead of doing the scene, he's fucking sweeping while he's sweeping the area. It's perfectly insane. He's cleansing the aura. One last thing. One last Crispin Glover trivia fact before we move on. I just have one more. (laughs) His middle name, Crispin Hellion Glover. Wow. Shut up. Hellion? Hellion. That's so good. Yeah. What what cult did his parents (laughs) conceive him in? I don't know. It's one I want to be a part of, though. Sign me up. Yeah, I want to drink that Kool-Aid. Part series on that. I don't know if I want to be up close personal. (laughs) Crispin Hellion. Uh, Okay, in Like Mike, there's this scene where... uh, Morris Chestnut. I keep forgetting his name because he's not an actor I know from really. Tracy Reynolds. That's Um, the character's name. Tracy Reynolds. Tracy Reynolds is like in charge of watching him for the night, but he's got a hot date. But he is chagrined to find that the date likes, you know, the little boy because he's a cute little boy much better than him. But she is like so handsy with this kid. I thought. It made me real uncomfortable. Yeah, no, it's real bad. I thought that was a part of the Michael Jordan magic. <laughs> that yeah. women like him now? You just see Bow Wow just, like, betting, like, 20 grand on blackjack. Like, you know, <laughs> at 3 a.m. just, like, yeah. s- like sucking down cigars. Because, <laughs> like, she's real. Heart. It's not even, like, when she, like, comes into the room and he, like, throws up in the bathroom and comes out, she's like, oh, we need to, like, get you some new clothes and get you some Sprite. Like, that That scene is totally cute. Does not seem like an invasion of boundaries. Wait, but then wait. they're just, like, sitting there and she's just, like, cradling him like he's an actual baby. And I'm like, this is... This is weird. Why is she doing this? Uh, she's got baby fever and he's a baby. True. I, he's you know, a baby. Is he? How old is this child? He's 14? He's, I think he's like, I think he's 13 in real life in this. Right. Uh, right. Gotcha. Like 15. He was born in 87. Movie came out in 2002. So 14. Wow. He's old. Yeah. And he's because... got, he looks like a baby. Like he looks like he's like seven. That is a question right, I had. Looks, with he's this. 
But the question I have with this movie is, like, he gets the superpowers that make him good at basketball. But for some reason, it's only basketball. Like, there's the scene where Jesse Plemons is, like, trying to get the shoes off of him. And he's like, right. no, stop, get off me, stop, no. But it's like, Michael Jordan could for sure kick the shit out of Jesse Plemons. Like, no contest. I would like to see Michael Jordan beat up child Jesse Plemons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, where does... Dance. Like, are there <laughs> loopholes you can exploit where it's like, this is technically basketball, right. but I'm also going to kick the shit out of Jesse Plemons. I think you if think you there's... on a basketball court, then it counts. <laughs> maybe, maybe. There we go. Do you yeah, think that, there's that, a version of proper. this script that's, like, big, where he puts on the tennis <laughs> shoes and becomes Michael Jordan, but then they could not afford that in any way, shape, or form. So they're just like, oh, he's just like, oh, there's the title. He's just, just like Michael Jordan. Yeah, the movie's not called Mike. Can we, yeah. uh, can we, can we talk <laughs> about Michael? Can we talk about the ham fisted plot of oh, the, God. of the, which uh, one? Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> one? There were several side plots that were bad. Let's start from the top. The right. Morris Chestnut dad situation. Yeah. That was... Oh my god. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> I'll, so I'll let you those... describe it. So you want it, Ben? Um basically it's like he says his dad is dead, Morris Chestnut, the NBA player, and then it realizes like, wait, like his dad isn't dead, but it's like, oh, oh, oh. and then eventually down the line, Bow Wow like finds his dad somehow and like gets him to pull up like in a cab to his like mansion in the middle of like nowhere, Los Southern Angeles, California. Yeah. yeah. And then they like, you know, he's like, oh, oh, oh. and then like there's a shot a shot of them like like B-roll, them just talking in like a restaurant. You know, yeah. and that's it. And then it just like they're yeah, they all made up now. I think I think yeah. like they were trying to do that to like advance the like for why Tracy Reynolds had like his you know misgivings about I'm gonna raise this kid because I have a better relationship with my father. Yeah, but if but they, they don't would... they don't they don't talk about it as much. You know, like they don't right. like that. You could have gotten rid of Brenda Song's character. What was she doing in that movie? The entire <laughs> movie, she did nothing. Right, just she was all... a diversity hire. Sorry, Brenda. I... <laughs> the uh, okay. So, but like there's this scene because there's that moment where they're like driving in the car and they're rapping and they're like becoming acclimated to each other and starting to form a rapport and they're talking and laughing and there's this (laughs) this shot where they're both like laughing and then little bow wow just goes your dad's not dead why'd you tell me your dad's dead (laughs) (laughs) like apropos of nothing they're just like talking and laughing and all of a sudden it's like Blam, tell me about your dad. Why'd you tell me he's dead? Yeah, and he's like, look, listen, dude, I don't want to talk about it. He's like, no, you have to tell me. And yeah. Again, more is the good guy. And then that whole scene, it's it's like cut together so fast. It's like you're done with that, and then you like cut to him like looking at this old guy in a turtleneck out on his driveway and being like, No, absolutely right. not. And then just going inside, and then we don't see that guy again. For like most of the rest of the movie, it's just gone. We've just completely moved end, on. But then at the end, when he goes to adopt Bow Wow, he goes, "You helped me find my father." <laughs> what? <laughs> right. I thought you were still mad. Right. I they, thought you they, knew they, where they, you went. You lost your father. Was that the situation? <laughs> like reconnect them, you know? Yeah. They, yeah. No, but it's yeah. Like you, you did that. Did he though? Right. You <laughs> could have just called him. Yeah. Or it like, seems that you were one conversation away from fixing it. Yeah, from fixing everything. And you could have done it on the driveway, but you just didn't want to, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's also, okay. There was a moment where I was 
1,000% sure that he was about to roofie Lil Bow Wow. Yeah, weird thing about, like, like, like prescription drug abuse, like, while yeah. driving. So, he, yeah. he, so there's this weird subplot about him not being able to sleep and having allergies. And <laughs> he goes to the pharmacy and gets some prescription strength sleep aids. And there's Wait. this really weird shot of him talking to the pharmacist and like so taking bad. two pills yeah. out really surreptitiously. And you're like, fuck, little Bow Wow, something's going wrong. He's about to get like completely laid out by these prescription drugs. But then what happens is that <laughs> Tracy Reynolds roofies himself like Will Arnett in Arrested Development instead. Oh classic and and then she falls asleep at the wheel yeah yeah and Lil yeah. bow wow gets in a bunch of car accidents afterwards and then tracy reynolds wakes up the next morning with no knowledge and it's just like oh weird i heard that that little bow wow went joyriding and they're like how do you think you got home last night like he apparently just completely forgot the entire night blacked out yeah <laughs> that's like that the that's... only repercussions for this child driving and creating doing a lot of property damage it's just like you have to sit on the bench during the big <laughs> basketball game it's like well <laughs> right yeah i i think they really missed an opportunity to flesh out that backstory with the dad and to have more of a message about you know like you know relating to your you know parents or whatever from a, you know a kid's perspective and make it more nuanced and interesting than just like some of the weird like kind of joke you they did one thing i do want to say that was actually like pretty high comedies is the montage of the the weird parents that Crispin finds yeah. to uh, try to adopt them. That was actually like very well done. Um, and I enjoyed that. And Fred Armisen and has like feels- literally 1.5 seconds of screen time. Right. It was like <laughs> yeah. bizarre. Yeah. He was there for a half a second. No lines. No even. lines. Yeah. 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 I looked it up because I was curious. This movie came out the year that he got cast on SNL. So oh, that's hilarious. So he was, I guess, just around for a while. He got like this super tiny cameo in this movie, and then around the time the movie was coming out was when he made it onto SNL. Just wild, totally weird. That's hilarious, yeah. Wow, they found Fred Armisen. <laughs> exactly. Were you about to say uh, something, Adeline? No, yeah. I just I it was just because the parents that they bring on are hilarious, like the people who start singing Annie. I, yeah, they're also uh, some of them are very strangely racially charged. Would you say like we have like the redneck yeah. family and then like the reggae family? It's weird. Oh weird. yeah, the, the really heavy like Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. that that was kind of yeah. They were kind of put into like chaotic neutral, chaotic like yeah. like it felt like they were doing that like lawful good. The military family, right? Mil- military family was funny. What was he shouting? Just like uh, a, I don't know. How tall are you? Yeah. How tall are you? Oh, oh, oh. There is one thing that Brenda Song does do in this movie. I just remembered. I wrote this down. Okay. Uh, Crispin Glover's like, oh, you can't get adopted while you're on the team because I'm your guardian. That's how that works. And he's like, oh, shucks. I was hoping that maybe now that I'm famous, I could get parents, but I guess I can't. And then yep. later Ooh. in the movie, Brenda Song is just like, no, that's not a thing. And then <laughs> Lil Bow Wow goes up to Crispin Glover and is like, I you told me that was a thing and it's not a thing. And he's like, ah, you got me. It's like, why does, why does Brenda's song know? Why is Brenda's song smarter than Crispin Glover in this movie? And Brenda's song's like eight years old. There's yeah. a deleted scene of her just in the library, like reading over like textbooks of like child custody laws in the state of California. Right. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and then really, the... what Go really ahead. gets me about this movie, specifically at the end, where it's we have a, I I can't remember the little boy's name, but you have you have Bow Wow's friend who's like his buddy. He's right. the one who gets his picture oh, burned okay. by oh, the guy. My. Yeah, but so we have him. I like how he just like gets to piggyback into the relationship that Bow Wow has developed with Tracy, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm also going to get adopted now." And we're like, "Okay, <laughs> like that yeah. just blows my mind. Like that's not Jonathan that's not a thing." Jonathan but- Nikki did like a proxy war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But they don't. Why didn't Why didn't Brenda Song get to go into that? Also, if we're just adopting exactly. people that Bow Wow likes, why does Brenda <laughs> get adopted by somebody else? Right. Which is why I mean, they did have like a uh, like in the ending scene, like a picture of her with like here's my new family or whatever. So it was like, oh yeah, happy ending, I guess. But like, right. it's a weird, weird. Why did she have to leave? Character. Yeah. I think yeah, one one thing weird. I do want to touch on is I want to rank the NBA player cameos. Okay, like, who cool. had the best one? Who had the best? I know who had the weirdest one, and that was Gary Payton. Adeline and I don't know any of them, so we'll defer to you on this one. Yeah, I just want to talk about the Gary Payton one where he's uh, he's like like talking trash to the guy, and he like flattens him and tackles him. Oh my god! Oh my god, like, god that's how does you feel in the glove or something like that? Yeah, it's, yeah. Weirdly, it's weirdly like sexually charged. It's real creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's like laying on top of Bow Wow. Is that the one where he like fucking jutsu blasts him across the fucking court? <laughs> no, so I think good. that was um, I think that was Chris Weber or Chris, Chris Wallace, Wallace. I should say Chris, Chris Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, yeah. Wild. I was like, they should have kicked him out of the league for that one. He literally just yeah. like like Mario. Like jumps on his head, basically. Yeah, like, like he yeah. sent him flying like a, like a green shell. Like a green shell. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think yeah, that was good. Dirk had a good line where he said like, "Oh, can you sign an autograph for my you know kid or whatever?" What's it called? Uh, Dirk. Dirk. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was good. That's pretty good. David Robinson just like was there looking confused. The admiral. The admiral. Hey, admiral. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracy McGrady was there. He was he there. was playing basketball. Yeah, Alonzo Mourning also there. Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Vince Carter was a good final boss. Vince, yeah, he, he was, was like pretty. He was boss. kind of like menacing and handed up. And that shot at the end when he's like the like extended finger point, like you like respect, man. You, Dude, you, that <laughs> yeah, that's right. Funny. That shit was good. And this is why I think you could make an anime opening. There's enough of those. Totally. Totally. <laughs> People There's like pointing those. at each other. <laughs> There's a lot of JoJo pose potentials. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. I do think it's funny, like, looking at this movie versus Space Jam. Like, not that right. clearly, I, when I was watching it, like, I'm no Philistine. Like, if, like, if Scottie Pippen showed up, I would have been like, oh, there's Scottie Pippen. I know what that guy looks like. But, like, right. me, a person who's not into basketball especially, I didn't know any of these people. Versus... Well, especially because like, these are players who are like retired like in 10 years ago exactly well, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but on top of that like in space jam there were tons of players that i a normal person would recognize it's just funny that like the quality of the cameos they seem to be able to get like space jam pulled in the big names because they wanted to hang out with michael jordan i guess and they're like do you want right. to hang out with little bow wow too and they're like not as much i don't think but also like michael jordan if my if you're in a movie with michael jordan guess what you're making money <laughs> oh, for sure. There were a yeah. lot of um there are one of my favorite like behind the scenes stories on I've got a lot of these today. I'm not usually like this. But um no, I love it. Bring them on. on Space Jam, 
the fact that like Michael Jordan was like showing up and filming a movie every day for a few months, like people, especially in like 99 or whenever that was, when he was like the most famous person in the world. Right. Apparently whenever he had a break, he would just go and play basketball because he was still like playing and he needed to like practice. And so literally just like people from all across the Warner brothers lot would just show up when they heard that Michael Jordan was playing basketball on the campus and just play basketball with them. Like there, I can't pull any of the specific names, but like just any like famous actor who was happened to be on the Warner brothers lot would just show up and play basketball with Michael Jordan. So there's like videos of like George Clooney and Matt Damon, like just hanging around playing one-on-one, just getting absolutely destroyed by Michael Jordan. (laughs) They they, they do mention that in the, the documentary that came out earlier, I guess earlier, early last year about how as part of like the contract that he signed with Warren brothers, they had to construct like an athletic facility. That's right. Yeah. Like a giant court, like a weight room and all of that. So he could stay, you know, stay in game shape. That's crazy. I think at that point he was coming off of the championship season. No, I think it was coming off of his baseball, or maybe right. um right because that's what that movie's like playing on is this whole weird baseball thing. He needed to like get his shape back from baseball shape into basketball shape, which right. is, that distinction is wild to me. But sure. I believe <laughs> I believe it exists. Yep. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, I don't know how different. I yeah, I mean, <laughs> I you're yeah, Michael Jordan could probably you know wax us do it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> other the other thing was uh. Because of the family scenario, the another ham-fisted plot was like him getting adopted by that by Reggie Val Johnson. Could have skipped right. that. Yeah. Right. And then like and then they're waiting for him outside of the stadium and he just doesn't come out. He just walks <laughs> he just home. He's like, you turned up, he turned them down. No, I just ran away, basically. <laughs> and then they just go home? Yeah. They're just like, well, must not have liked us very much. Just never give it a second thought. They don't even explain it. <laughs> they like, just you know, leave. He like walks in the door and he's like, oh, did you turn him down? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. It's like, no, you just ran away. They are your legal guardians. <laughs> right. Ben went to pee during that scene, came back and was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how quickly that scene goes down. Right. It's so bad. I'm trying to I think. I really thought I'm used to in like these like kind of like kids movies. I'm used to Eugene Levy being like a weird villain, so right. I really expected him to like there be like in the third act for him to like find out that the shoes were magic and being like, I gotta get the I gotta get these shoes or I gotta get this kid out of the league. I gotta expose this kid or something. But just like. It never happened. Eugene Levy, like, basically stops being the character, like, three quarters right. of the way through this movie. He's just, like, there from now on. He's just the kind of guy that, like, if you've got, like, a weird little movie, and you're like, ah, I have this character that I really only have to further the plot, and, like, I just need somebody to show up and, like, do their absolute best to make it even a little bit interesting, you get <gasps> Eugene every time, and he'll slam it out of the park. He's good in this yeah. movie. When's he yeah, not he- good? I think it's a much more interesting movie if the side plot is Eugene Levy steals the shoes and right. he tries to make it on well, the definitely. team. And yeah. it's Eugene oh, Levy just like, shaking, you know, you know slight, like posterizing Alonzo Mourning. Oh my God, doing, that's like, so good. Balls dancing down the court. That's a movie I like to see. Right, that yeah. rules. Yeah. They just Basically, make the shoes the last member of the team and just whoever happens to be occupying them gets to play. Yeah, like, like, like the Captain America shield. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you are Mike. Yeah, yeah, just Mjolnir. <laughs> and I'm the final I'm member of the team. It's the like Mike shoes currently being occupied by Crispin Glover. Okay. <laughs> the most, the part that I think it's overlooked the most is this 12 year old dunks at this game. <laughs> right. In real life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He would just play other 12 year olds and dunk on them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because there are 13 year olds that are dunking now. It's true. It does happen. Right, like so like Bron, LeBron's son was dunking at like thirteen. Zion, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So, so he would just be playing an average game with these children, like it would be more even. Right. There's an interesting darker version of this movie where it shows how emotionally unprepared he is for the NBA, and he's thrust into this league similar to what you were saying. I'm telling you, totally. Kids who are not ready and prepared for the spotlight chews them up and spits them out. And the last shot is him just sort of like sitting, like watching the game, like, you know, drinking like a tall boy and smoking a <laughs> black and mild or whatever, just thinking like, damn, like I could have, you know, oh, what could have been, what could have been. Ironically, that's exactly what happened to Bow Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just like, well, I'm 13 and I'm retired. So I guess I just have to hope I can do commercials to live on for a while. Yeah. I mean, he went double platinum. <laughs> How wild is it that Shaquille O'Neal is basically just like a professional spokesperson now? Yeah. Yeah. He'll sell everything. He'll 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 sell like printer ink. He'll sell car insurance. Yeah. He doesn't he'll give a damn. Nice I feel like I see Shaquille O'Neal in more commercials than any other human being. He like did a whole thing with Papa John's where he's like, I work at Papa John's now. He and owns. Like, okay. He's a partial owner think of Papa John's. Papa John's? When he called the N word. <laughs> oh God. Oh <laughs> uh, whoops! Whoops! He was talking to Shaq. Yeah. It's, it, 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 it's funny. My mom's friend from college is married to Papa John's brother, brother, what? brother John. Oh, whoa. And they are estranged. They do not talk. Oh, they like had a so the brothers, the brothers don't talk. Yeah. Do wow. you think because he is apparently an, uh, as you know, stop if you heard this, an egotistical, you know, crazy person, asshole. Wow. Right. Put a pepperoni on that. Who, like, I think one of the things that he said, which was just, is like, oh my god, like if we paid our workers like a fair wage, that like, we'd have to raise the price of a large pizza seventy cents. I'm like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> wow. It's a, it's seventy cents. It's less than a, um, it just, dudes, dudes, wild. Ben, I don't want to, I don't want to exploit Cecil our. I don't want to exploit our relationship, but, and I know it's a lot of degrees of separation, but do you think you could talk to your mom who could talk to her? What was it? Her. My husband? friend from college's husband. Friend from, if, you, if they could talk to your friend from college's husband, who could talk to brother John, who could talk to Papa John, who could talk to Shaq for me. Do you think we could get Shaq on the podcast? Uh, <laughs> if, if, if I had access to get Shaq on a podcast, he would have been, you yeah, you'd be in the dust. You know? Okay, fair, <laughs> You'd fair, be at the fair, bottom fair. of the list. We've been yeah. trying to find a good, like, a good aspirational figure that we could, like, reasonably try to get on the podcast someday. Oh, my God. So do we. Yeah, we're yeah. trying to get, like, Jose Canseco on the pod. Yeah. Ooh, Jose Canseco would be good. Insane person. Crazy person. <laughs> we were thinking, uh, we were narrowing it down. We were thinking about, like, Tim Blake Nelson or like maybe if we really shoot for the moon, like Michael Keaton would be cool. That's who. Wow, we Tim Blake Nelson, what a deep cut. What's Tim your Blake favorite Nelson? Oh, brother, where art thou? Is Adeline and I's favorite movie of all time. We watched that, that movie it. constantly. She was really great in that first segment in uh, Ballad of Buster. Ballad of Buster Scruggs oh, too. That's so good. He's yeah. he's in holes. He's he was in, in Watchmen. 
He's in. Oh, that's right. I keep seeing that. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's so good. That's he like isn't so watching. high on my list of things I need to get yeah, around to. You gotta watch men. Yeah, you gotta watch those men. Oh man, yeah. they gotta get yeah. watched. Hey. And we said it. We said this a lot on our last podcast episode. But they're doing all these announcements constantly of like weird D-list Marvel characters from bad movies that are coming back in weird Disney Plus shows or something. And sure. Tim Blake like, Nelson, yeah, right. nowhere, nowhere to be seen. I don't know if you've guys seen The Incredible Hulk because it sucks ass and nobody has. <laughs> it's a bad film. But I Tim Blake Nelson, the one with the Eddie Norts or one with Eric Ed Norton, Bain. yeah. Because it is, it is MCU canon, and William Hurt came back, and Tim Roth is coming back. But in that movie, Tim Blake Nelson plays Samuel Stearns, the leader, and he's just like a regular guy the whole time. But then at the end, something goes wrong, and his head starts swelling up, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm turning into the Leo monster!" And then just cut to the next scene, never talk about it ever again. And I'm so hungry for Tim Blake Nelson playing the big brained freak genius character Samuel Stearns the leader in an MCU project and that's what I would ask him about the most for sure is why aren't you coming back as the leader Tim Blake Nelson it would be a very well, hostile character <laughs> so there's that problem right say again yeah I mean he's like, a DC character in Watchmen I don't think that's I think they yeah think that's a small Mike, like Michael Keaton was Batman. He was an MCU. Yeah, I don't think they care about that as much anymore. Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman. Yeah, that's true. Now. It's right. weird. Everything's weird, man. Y'all, y'all ever watch Batman Beyond? No. Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, yeah, I know cool. about it, but it's not within yeah. my own personal experience. That's with Terrence. Right? Terrence McGinnis? Oh, Terry McGinnis, yeah. Yeah, Terrence. Mm-hmm. We, have a, we have a great Batman lined up where we bring, we bring back batman beyond we get this batman in we have uh what's his name terrence terrence howard terrence howard. Is, terrence howard is batman okay okay and crispin glover as joker i don't know I, yeah. i'm trying to think about what i know terrence howard from and i think it might be just iron man what else is he in uh like hustle and flow he's and... in like power is it power yeah he's in power maybe i don't know i can't i just i can't get him as batman in my brain I just think it would be hilarious. It's I, fair. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, like, there's no way in hell <laughs> they'd ever make it, but I just want to see Terrence Howard in a high-profile project because he's apparently a crazy person who doesn't believe in math. He makes his own math? <laughs> oh, God. He's like, I don't know. Like, there was a friend he doesn't of- believe in one times one equals one, so he went backwards and created his own math to no justify way. the fact that he oh, doesn't yeah. Yeah. That's what they told me. I don't know if that's true, but that's what. Uh, Google yeah. it for yourselves. Uh, I, mean, I just yeah. I do believe that. I, I also be... it's more fun to believe it than to not. It yeah, maybe we should be trying to get Terrence Howard on a show. He's too big. Yeah. I think we want to get on our show. Rudy Giuliani. We want Giuliani. Mike Lindell, <laughs> the My Pillow guy. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Walk a flock of flame. Walk a flock of flame. That'd be good. Um, I think, Jackson, I think we could get Weird Al. Wow. Mm. I don't That's think here's the thing. I think if Weird we were Al popular, is down to just do things. Yeah, Weird Al is very That's game, true. but I think if we were popular we could get Weird Al. Yeah. I think that just an intense viral marketing campaign from a very small podcast could not net Weird Al, right? Right. I, I think, think I that a, a vi- an intense viral marketing campaign from a small podcast could get Tim Blake Nelson though, is my feeling. 
Wow, that's a big get, to me. Blake Nelson. I feel like we'd have to go like like who's like Hayden Christensen. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Let's get Hayden Christensen on the pod. <laughs> Yeah, on the phone. Where Except is he? Except he's about to have a resurgence. He's about to get bigger when he's going to be yeah, on that. He's Obi-Wan about show. to be too good for us. <laughs> I know. I'm scared. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think what we're probably going to end up doing is when we hit our 100th episode, probably just like get a cameo, you know, and pay Jose Canseco. <laughs> is to, it like, really? That's really fair. We could just do whatever. that, Jax. <laughs> just yeah, get maybe. a cameo. <laughs> if Tim Blake Nelson had a cameo, I would go bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> You would just pay him to just have conversations with you. Yeah, exactly. Like one-sided conversations <laughs> where you like script him things to say. Yeah. It could be like, Beautiful. all right, Jackson, time for bed. Good night. <laughs> I just listen to it every <laughs> night. Hayden Christensen's still working, apparently. Yeah, he's around. It's one of those things was- where like he was a Golden Globe winning actor. And then Attack of the Clones came out and he just fucking never, ever recovered. <laughs> What did he win the Golden Globes for? Yeah, that it was a TV show he was on. Um, I don't remember the name of it. It's not like something that has stuck around in the cultural consciousness. George Lucas has not historically been kind to his actors, huh? Yeah. Uh, Ahmad Best has gone on the record of just being fucking sad. Life. Yeah. the The show he was on was called Life as a House. Go on. House? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just the the shocking true story of a guy who was a house. You shut up. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. No, that's not true. I don't know what it's about. It's called Life as a House, though. That's a movie. You may be reading it wrong. <laughs> no, that's what it's called. It's a TV show, and he won a Golden Globe for it. When it looks like a movie here. Oh, is it really a movie? Yeah, when a man is diagnosed with terminal cancer, he takes custody of his misanthropic, misanthropic teenage son for whom quality time means getting high. Oh, I hear you, brother. Oh, man. Engaging in small-time prostitution and avoiding his father. Oh, qu- qu- quality time means the absence of quality time. <laughs> I, have, I have quality time without you, Dad. This fucking dad <laughs> just bender. <laughs> wow. Hey, get some money. Go bet it on the, bet it on the craps. That's bet everything a- on five. Yeah. I really hope someday, like, there are a lot of actors whose work I admire most is never the most popular one, you know? And, like, that's just one of those things that I really hope I can do. I hope I can be somewhere in the world sometime where I can meet Hayden Christensen and be the one guy who's like, yo, life as a house is so fucking good, dude. Like, be the first person to ever not be like, hey, Star Wars, you know? That's who I want to be. You deserved that Golden Globe when you were, like, 12 or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the women and the children. I killed them all. And the younglings. Uh, I got. I, I had a question for y'all. You're you're remaking like Mike exactly the way it is, shot for shot. But you can choose anyone from any time period to play Mike or Calvin Cambridge, rather. Who do you pick? Okay, okay. Let's think. Hmm. Aaron Carter. Wow, white Mike. Just take it and make it white instead. I think it would be a hundred times better. I know. I said Aaron Carter because it was the first thing that came to mind because I was thinking about it. Other twelve-year-old rappers, and I don't know. I guess I just had to double down. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Steve Buscemi. These are my shoes. We gotta have <laughs> shoes to win the game. What about John uh, David Washington? He, I think, yeah, he, no, that's a different, uh, John David Washington. I just oh, yeah, that's a good oh, movie. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he, 
it would See, I'm really the... down for just casting Timothy Chalamet in literally everything possible. Because I want to see Chalamet. little skinny break his bones if you look at him. Timothy Chalamet just d- dominate in basketball. I cannot picture Timothy Chalamet dunking a basketball. I don't. That's think what that's... I'm saying. That's yeah, what I, I want to see. It's impossible. Your brain can't picture it. That's what yeah, I want. The same charge. You're gonna take a charge, explode to a million pieces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd love to see um I'd love to see Danny DeVito like in late Ooh. always sunny just like trying yeah. yeah absolutely yeah absolutely but you're starting to like worry about his health a little bit <laughs> <laughs> you know, he and I have the same birthday the oh. same year I talked myself yeah now yeah for your birthday shit yeah like hey <laughs> the same social security number fuck <laughs> I didn't know you were as Cause... old as Danny DeVito <laughs> yeah I'm uh I've I've aged quite remarkably. We we spend a lot of time just looking up how old actors are on this show, so I guess let's just take a look at Danny. Looks like what, 60, 61, 71? Late 60s? Let's see. Danny DeVito aged 76 years old. What the? So actually older than Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. I wouldn't say almost. That's four years. (laughs) That's four years. That's but that that's gonna that's gonna creep up on him. Danny DeVito. <laughs> I've said this before. I think Danny DeVito has the perfect show business career. Oh yeah. yeah. Because like he starts off, he's a young scrappy actor, gets a funny beloved bit part in a sitcom, slowly graduates to become a genuine movie star for like ten years, becomes like a big name draw inexplicably. Stops doing that, decides to be a director instead, directs like five or six successful movies, and then just decides he wants to be on the world's most popular sitcom for like 15 years before he retires. Like, there is absolutely no better way to to just do anything than that. It's just perfect. I, get, I see you, DeVito, and I raise you Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I guess that's fair enough. The one man who cannot be arrested for marijuana, apparently. <laughs> Or actually killing somebody. Yeah, he like yeah. murdered somebody. Right, murder was the case. That was right, the thing. right, and he, right. And he beat the case. Right. So he went from being a gangster to murdering somebody, beating the case, becoming a popular rapper, <laughs> and now you can't turn on the TV. He would be the only person I see. I see almost as much as Shaq on. TV. Yeah, he's just he doesn't give a fuck. He'll show up for whatever you got. He probably that, get Snoop Dogg on the podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That guy murdered another human. (laughs) What would we talk about with Snoop Dogg? Adeline, let's say that next week Snoop Dogg is our guest. What would you say to him? I I have nothing to say to Snoop Dogg, except (laughs) maybe why did you murder that man? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Max, go. What would you say to Snoop Dogg? The same thing. Okay. (laughs) Also, do you want to smoke? Yeah. Are you smoking weed right now? The answer is yes. Okay, I guess we go around the horn. Ben, what's you? You ever get nervous? <laughs> um, I would. I mean, in a serious thing, I'd be curious to see his take on like kind of newer, you know, rappers. I know, he, yeah, true. He's had some takes about like you know, old man on the porch, like talking about like how the Migos flow is, you know, uh, you know, it's it's everywhere and kind of you know repetitive and you know, boring uncreative. and bad, yeah i'm curious to see like what he likes now and also whatever happened to snoop line remember that i do remember he that was snoop line he's gonna make reggae music and then quickly did a 180 oh, on fuck. that fuck i forgot about that yeah that it's was like one of those things that was one of those jokes that wore out its welcome very quickly 
It seems like, like the punchline yeah. to everyone's joke for like a good like two or three months was like, oh, but Snoop Lion though, isn't that ridiculous? And it was like, I don't know, fine, sure, whatever. Sure. Lino, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you heard yeah. about this thing, this Snoop Lion thing? This thing over here? Look at it. Anyway. Oh, man. God. I Like Mike, what a perfect movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely flawless. Do we have anything else? I'm kind of at the end of my notes. I like the part where they dunk paint on each other's heads. <laughs> that was weird. It's pretty weird. I mean, it was, like, nice, but it was just, like... He I, ruined his house! Yeah. <laughs> and it's there. Every time we go to his house, those painted drawings are still there. He did that to his own house. Like, they have a paint fight afterwards, but he started that paint fight just by ruining the outside of his house to teach a child math. Like, dog, you got, like, a fucking pen and paper? Yeah, get a like, poster yeah. Yeah. You don't need to, like, yeah, hold the pen and paper up close if you need it to be bigger in your optical or, like, frame. Like, you're, you're a basketball player and you don't own, like, a whiteboard? Like, I don't know. Right. Hey, they pay me to put the ball in the hoop, not to write how it's done. Not to have a <laughs> nice looking house. Yeah. I... Yeah, I think we're also done. We're, uh, we're at the end of our rope, too. But uh, yeah, last thing is just that it's wild that Brenda Song and Jesse Plemons share a billing card in this movie. It's just weird. And Bow Wow and Morris Chestnut and Gary Payton. Yeah. Gary Payton. Yeah. It's just uh, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a hodgepodge. Oh, right. And fucking eugene levy yeah eugene levy gets the and i it's so wild that that they put this movie together do you know what the budget of this movie was (laughs) no please tell me all right guess uh over over under 25 million dollars hmm i I think over i think it was was a pretty expensive movie yeah yeah Yeah, it's a pretty mid-sized budget movie is 30 million dollars made back 60 yeah, that oh. makes makes a good amount of sense to me. I mean, yeah. Back when you we got... used to make thirty million dollar movies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Back when mid budget movies happened, like existed yeah. at all. Oh God. Good I don't get me started on the mid budget movie death. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if we're just gonna wrap it up, here's what we do at the end. Do you guys want to hear a, a one star review of like Mike from the internet? Sure Please. Do. So uh, this review is from uh, imdb.com and this person gives like Mike one star and they say although this movie's main characters were likable enough the movie was a total ripoff of the magic football boots movie that I forget the name of (laughs) we gotta watch that movie (laughs) wait hold on the magic football boots movie I forget the name name of of. (laughs) yeah just look that shit up hold on hold on Magic Football Boots movie. I did try this and I couldn't find anything. It's called There's Only One Jimmy Grimble? That was the one, and that's that's soccer. That's European football. I wasn't sure if that's what they meant. I feel like it, it, has, it, has, it, has, to, it has to be that one because it came out in 2000. Yeah. And he calls them football boots and not cleats. That's right. true. Football yeah, boots. maybe you're right. Yeah. It's definitely not an American <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe we need to Definitely do that. That football boots, either. that magic football boots movie that I forget the name of. No, I can't remember. Yeah. Grimble. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my name is Jackson McMurray. My name is Adeline McMurray. I'm Ben. I'm Max. And the this has time. been No Nerds Allowed. Oh yeah, you can plug again if you want. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, listen to us on First Play. We listen to songs on Spotify that have zero listens and make fun of them. We're on Twitter at First Play Pod. Give us a follow there for updates and other fun stuff. If you like the takes that we bring about Like Mike and other parts of pop culture, we have a whole lot more of them on First Play Podcast. It's a podcast about music, but it's not really about that. It's about so much more. So give it's us a really listen to your like podcast Mike. and have a good one. Yeah, it's not over, but yeah. you can speak oh, well, about it if you'd I, like. I, I get into that uh, thing. <laughs> Jackson, you have to do the plugs because yeah i gotta do the go. Keisha usually does the plugs because i forget it 100 of the time so we're at no nerds pod on twitter i am on twitter at jepper pack adeline is on twitter at a hollowback horse um tiktok at no nerds pod i keep plugging it i haven't done anything on it yet i'm so say, it over. do we have a tiktok we do there are two tiktoks up there that are clips from the podcast i'm thinking about it i want i'm the juices are flowing i keep saying this every week it's fine you guys sound exactly like we do yeah, <laughs> yeah. one of these days it's incredible uh <laughs> And there's something else I'm forgetting. If you're watching on YouTube, if you want, you could watch on Twitch and vice versa. Our Twitch channel just started. We're doing this simultaneously from now on. Uh, Twitch.tv slash no nerds pod. Sorry we haven't really been checking out the chat very much this episode. But uh, it's always good. I, I've got I've got that one viral video that's been going around. And there's just new people in here every time we stream. And it's super encouraging to see. Somebody named Robert McCann just hanging out. Shout you What's out, up, Robert. Robert, Bobby. Somebody named just some guy. I think you were here a couple of weeks ago. I don't 100 percent remember, but it's good just to see you guy. this time. Shout out, listen Headquarter to Productions. Play pod, just some guy, you yeah. specifically. Boom, yeah. just some guy. <laughs> now you have to. Um, and obviously Dylan S and Headquarter Productions and Keisha are here every week. We appreciate Yay. you. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that's that, right? Are we done? Yeah, thank we Thank you did. for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, no oh, problem. And thank you for watching Like Mike uh, Against Everything in Your Better Nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I opened up HBO Max today to watch Like Mike, and they were just like, oh, hey, Jackson, i got a great pick for you. What about Judas and the Black Messiah? Two of your favorite <laughs> actors, like big, like exciting Oscar movie, like a lot of buzz around this one. I was like, that sounds great. I will watch Like Mike instead, though. Like, <laughs> set that aside for me. Set that aside for me. I'll definitely check it out later. But Like Mike is taking priority just today. Thank you. Um, one last thing, I guess. Um, follow uh, me specifically on Twitter and Ben eventually. I don't know. That's that's his yeah. project. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bill Goblin. <laughs> I have a film coming out in two weeks. Uh, two weeks from today. Uh, is it two weeks from today? Say two weeks from today <laughs> and uh it's gonna be great so check that out it's it's a short film it looks amazing it feels amazing i'm very proud and excited about it uh so keep your eyes for that in two weeks i'll definitely check it out i just want to say cool. i'm very jealous of your guys's like marketing materials you're like podcast covers and banners look really good and i just wanted to ask what you did How'd you do uh, that? We paid someone who's talented to do it for us. Exactly. That'll do it. Yeah. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Guy. Yeah, no, it's... Well, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we can yeah, <laughs> talk, about, talk about that later. We'll hook you up with our guy. We'll get you some new snazzy materials. Maybe. Uh, okay, there that's it. Go. I mean, thank you guys. I guess we'll just end the stream here. Uh, thank you guys for showing up, and thank you everybody who's listening and you can catch us oh that was the thing i forgot you can listen to the podcast later there's an edited version with like theme music and the editing and stuff that you can listen to on regular podcast platforms apple spotify 
what have you. So that'll be up on Monday. Also, the whole back catalog. Dozens of hours of content. Cosmonaut Dan. Cosmonaut Meg. Cosmonaut Sash. Cosmonaut Tosh. Those are most of the people we know who are on the internet or from that sphere. It's fine, though. <laughs> That's uh, how you know us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, That's exactly yeah. why we know you. It's universe. totally cool. Um, yes, that's it. Okay. Great. I, I, we See y'all next week. Have a good one. See you next week. Goodbye.